Hey ladies, welcome to a brand new year of the No Higher Calling podcast. I have been at this for exactly a year now, and maybe you've been with me since episode one, maybe you jumped in somewhere in the middle, maybe this is your first episode that you're listening to, but I am so honored to have you listening along wherever you're at in your journey with No Higher Calling. I'm just so delighted that you have taken the time to let me speak to your heart. And I am starting this year off with this episode that I recorded with Aaron Payne. We actually recorded it a few months ago, and it's just been sitting in the wings. Um, and when I was just praying about how the Lord wanted me to kick off a brand new year, there's so many things that I have on my heart, so many things in the works, so many things regarding the podcast that I just am, I know it's going to be a blessing to you because the Lord has put it on my heart, and and I just desire to let him use this podcast platform. Um, exciting things coming this year, but as I was really praying through, okay, Lord, how do we want to kick off this year? How can this podcast be the biggest encouragement? It can be to these ladies kicking off a brand new year. God just kept bringing me back to this episode that I recorded with Erin. Um, the truths that she shared in this episode have encouraged me again and again. I can't begin to tell you how many times I have listened to this episode. And just seeing Erin live out the things that she's going to talk about in this episode have encouraged me so much as her friend. And now I'm so excited to have the opportunity to share what what she has to share through this podcast platform. So thanks again for joining me. You know, where again, wherever you're at and you're listening, I hope you're here from the long haul. I hope you stick around and continue to see all that God is doing through this. Um, but I just pray that this episode will bless your heart, will really help us get our priorities where they need to be, will help us focus on Christ and on the things that he has given us to steward as we start a new year. So I hope you enjoy this episode that I recorded with Aaron. Hey ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Welcome to this episode of the No Higher Calling Podcast. I am so excited to have a special guest with me today on this episode. I have Erin Bates-Payne with me. So Erin, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, I'm happy to be here. For sure. So Erin and I met in college. Years ago. Yeah, I was going to say longer ago like, than I want to say. Probably 10 or 12 years yeah. ago. I would yeah. Imagine. That's so hard to believe. But we were both in music classes together, and so we just hit it off then, and life has been busy. We kind of have our own things going on and many children that we're tending to, but every now and then our paths get to cross again, and it's always such an encouragement to get to spend time with Aaron. So Aaron, if you want to little, introduce a little bit about yeah. your family. So, um, goodness. I am from a big family. My parents, I usually say they're crazy because they have 19 <laughs> children, but at the same time, they're my heroes because yeah. um, that takes a lot of sacrifice mm -hmm. and a lot of commitment, and I love them both so much, and I'm so grateful for the upbringing I had. As a child, I feel like they really tried to um, um, point us to Christ in yeah. everything, and I really cherish the memories that I have with them, 
And Brittany, goodness, I have so many good memories with you too. We were both the awkward commuter students going yes. to college. <laughs> I feel like we didn't quite fit in at first, yeah. but it was such a joy to meet you. And I've loved catching up over the years. Mm -hmm. um, and usually just introducing the new kids we've kind of added to the brood. But, yes. Um, so you have how many kids? I have four in number five on the way. Yes, you you're a miracle, baby. Yes, we so are exciting. just over the moon excited. Yeah. That's so good. So, yeah. So you've been married on. for how many years? Almost eight years. Okay, so you're married to okay. Chad, and then you have... Carson is how old? Carson is six. Brooklyn is five. Everly's three, and Holland's one and a half. Okay, and then baby on the way. Yes. Well, that is so exciting. So exciting. And that really is the perfect like transition into what we're going to talk about today <laughs> because I have been so encouraged just through social media and different things that you have shared of your home and your life and your kids. And, you know, I have three little ones that are kind of back to back. And I know that there are times, especially in those like early years of motherhood when it's just very demanding. It's yes. very physically demanding. Yes. You're not getting a lot of sleep. Lot. Yes. <laughs> that it can just, you can feel overwhelmed yes. and your joy can slip away. Yes. And, and I hate when that's happened in my life because I stop and think this is everything that I prayed mm -hmm. for. Exactly. My life is what I always dreamed that it would be. So why am I feeling frustrated and discouraged and like all I want to do is go somewhere by myself <laughs> but you've shared several different messages and encouragement in regards to that of how God has just helped you keep a calm and contented heart in the midst of a lot of things going on you are you have a big family you have lots of kids you yes. homeschool you have like a little <laughs> mini farm it's yes. so much um I feel like first that yes it doesn't always feel quiet and contented um, when you think of, oh, you got four kids, you mm -hmm. are overwhelmed. And yes, there are times that it feels so frustrating. And I'm not going to tell you that I definitely have this down or my life is perfect, but I feel like I've learned so much in these years for sure. Because um, I think the first thing is I have to kind of throw out the idea of this perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, you see so many different people post pictures, talk about things and you naturally you're going to compare yourself to that. And, um, just last week, goodness, our washer broke and all the clothes <laughs> Real and, life stuff. and the house starts. You didn't post me. about that on no. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're taking all the clothes and hanging them outside. And then, um, my little haul and goodness, she got my foundation and <laughs> literally poured it all over my couch. Oh. And you know, it's times like that where you just like, oh my goodness, this is so frustrating. Mm. But at the same time, I think there's one question that's really kind of helped me bring it back into focus. And that is what is going to matter in 10 years? Mm -hmm. And then even more importantly than that, what is going to matter in eternity? Yes. Um, my couch isn't going to matter. Who yeah. cares? I mean, if it's got a big old foundation stain on it, that's okay. You know what? Um, but my child is going to remember my reaction and my response to frustrating situations. Because as a child, um, we are representing Christ to mm -hmm. our children. We're going to be the first example of a Christian yes. to our children. Yeah. And when I think of that, that is so powerful 
we have such a huge opportunity, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, we have such a huge chance that we can really mess this up because we're going to make mistakes. We're human, um, obviously. We're not going to be perfect, but there is really where our kids need to see us um, hold on to God's grace and God's mercy and mm-hmm. treat them the way that God treats us. Yeah. And that is not out of anger or frustration or um, just the way we sometimes want to react in our heart. But typically when something like that happens and it's frustrating, I just have to bring myself back to that question. Is mm-hmm. this going to matter in 10 years? And is this going to matter in eternity? Yeah. And That's so great. for me, that really helps me kind of bring it back to God. And there's a couple different verses I want to share, but mm-hmm. um, let me get this. Um, there's a verse in Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2, and it says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. And when I, there's so much good truth in this, just this chapter alone in mm-hmm. Colossians 3, that I think about, I'm setting my affections on things above, not on things on this earth. Um, the temporal things that tend to really cause us to be frustrated, mm-hmm. you know, when your child is pitching a t- tantrum on the floor, which <laughs> definitely happens. Yes. Uh, my household is not immune to that. Or when they're just really having a hard day and struggling for me as a mom to come in here. And when I'm letting the peace of God rule in my heart, when mm-hmm. I'm having that peaceful spirit and gentle spirit, even though my child is not necessarily acting the way that I would want them to, or may possibly done something that, you know, they shouldn't have done, mm-hmm. just be, being able to take that opportunity and respond as a Christian should respond. Yeah. And no, it's not always going to be perfect. I think moms and dads should be... Um, able to apologize, able mm-hmm. to say yes. sorry many times and you know, go to your child, tell them, you know what? I didn't respond the way or I feel like my attitude wasn't right. Will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. Because we're going to make mistakes. But as a Christian, I feel like that really is so important to show your child that, you know, we make mistakes, but God's bigger than that. Yeah. And we're going to grow through that and learn together. And we're not too proud to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, just like they have to say, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, so for me, having a quiet, contented heart, I have to realize it starts with my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, having this, being a perfect mom here yeah. and, you know, I have a perfect house. <laughs> the food's delicious. Well, and the difference here, we're not talking about a quiet, calm, contented home. Exactly. Or atmosphere or circumstances because... I mean, yeah, it's not going to happen. You know, like you said, that, that image of perfect, it's just, it's not going to happen in a fallen world, but we're talking about that heart attitude Mm -hmm. and it can happen within your own heart. That's really good. So for me, I have to realize that my reactions and my responses stem from my walk with the Lord Mm -hmm. and how close I am to the Lord. And so that is my priority. And when I realized I I have to actually kind of write down my priorities because as a new mom, I remember I really struggled with 
um, just feeling like I had to meet a certain standard. Mm -hmm. My house needs to be organized. My closets need to be organized. You know, every meal needs to be, you know, this really gourmet dinner. And, you know, my kids need to be dressed and look like they're magazine ready. Um, And it's so much outside pressure that I felt like I needed to meet this certain standard. Mm -hmm. Um, That is overwhelming. But for me, I think honestly, maybe when I had my third child, I realized this isn't necessarily going exactly how I pictured it going. It's exhausting to try to keep up that (laughs) owl facade of we are perfect when, you know. And you know what? Just wanting to be a good testimony and at the same time wanting to say, you know what? I don't have this all together. Mm -hmm. But when I had three children, um, I know me and Chad sat down and I said, Chad, I just need to get my priorities written down. Mm -hmm. And when I have my priorities down for me, that was my time with God. Um, I'm not sure what your schedule is going to look like, but Mm -hmm. for me, my time with God is at night when the kids are in bed and it's quiet and I feel like I can use as much time as I need, Mm -hmm. whether it's journaling, reading devotionals, reading scripture, praying. Um, that's just kind of my time to spend with God, but I have to look at my time with God as my battery charger. Mm -hmm. Um, and when I view it like that, it's of utmost importance. Yes. It's not something that I can skip, something that I can just yeah. say, this is something I, I'm going to have to wait till later because it's often something crazy. that, yeah, that we just tack on somewhere and then, oh, well, exactly. the, yes, the day went crazy and whoops, well, I just never got to it. And I, I remember when I first got married, you know, I, I tried to do it in the morning, wake up early, but inevitably a child would wake <laughs> yes. up and start crying or, you know, somebody would be sick throughout the night and I'd mm-hmm. be exhausted. But like the night has worked really well for me. Yeah. That that is my number one priority because I realized that my spirit throughout the day as a mommy as a wife and as a Christian mm-hmm. is going to be um, a result of my walk with God. Mm-hmm. So first, that's my first priority. My second priority is my time with Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to have quality time each day and it might look different each day. Sometimes it's a love letter or, you know, taking time at night before the kids go to bed or phone call during the day while he's mm-hmm. at work, but just making that a priority to have mm-hmm. quality time where we can share our hearts, um, share what we're working through. And, um, that's been really important for me because that gives me so much security as a wife Mm -hmm. that, you know, we're, we're a team, we're in this together. Yeah. And then for me, the third thing is, um, time with my children, quality time with them and especially having Bible time together at night, because Mm -hmm. I feel like our job as a mom is to really fill our children with more of Jesus Mm -hmm. um, throughout the day, whether it's through just our actions or through what we're saying, through what we're bringing, you know, to the table throughout the day. It's just having a heart that um, really exemplifies Christ in everything we do and say. And that's not always going to, you know, be how we want it to be, I think. (laughs) Um, But like I said, saying sorry often Mm -hmm. and apologizing for the times that we do make mistakes is important. Yeah. So um, every day I want to check these priorities off my list. Yes. So if I can successfully check those off my list, it's a good day Mm -hmm. and I'm not overwhelmed. I don't feel discouraged. I don't feel anxious or worried about things because I feel like that's my priorities. That's the most important things to me. Mm -hmm. And it might be different for, you know, someone else, but for me, that's what God's laid on my heart. Yeah. Um, and of course I try to focus on, you know, having a good family dinner, you know, having quality time, play time, making sure my kids are, um, excelling academically Mm -hmm. and, um, 
work, different ministries. Yes. I mean, those are all great things to do. But if I cannot do each of those in a day, it's okay. My yeah. day is still a good day. Um, and, and I think often of what are my ch- children going to remember about the childhood? Mm-hmm. Are they going to remember yes. me getting frustrated and, you know, saying all these different things when I'm frustrated? Or are they going to remember me just having a calm spirit mm-hmm. and reacting in a way that really shows Jesus to them? Even when they make a mess, even when they act up, even when they, you know, fit to fit. Yeah. I just want to constantly have that spirit of grace Mm -hmm. and mercy and love and just kindness to my children. Yeah. Well, and I love the image. I actually read in a parenting book recently that 10-year look, you know, what's going to matter in 10 years. And even really having an eternal perspective. It, it is so freeing and it changes yeah. your day because, and I love that you mentioned that, what are my children going to remember? Because they're probably not going to remember that I got my to-do list done, no. but they're going to remember that, Hey, mommy stopped that's and true. we made a pillow fort and read books or, and that's the perspective change that I so often yeah. have to bring to my own heart. And so good. And it's just, it changes our home. It really does. Yep. I, I think you're right. And then, um, the importance of having an eternal perspective in motherhood. Mm-hmm. That's probably the number one thing. Because if you start focusing on the temporal, um, what's even going around in the world, all the yeah. different um, heartaches that people are going through, how it's not necessarily how we would choose for it to be. It mm-hmm. really is honestly depressing. Mm-hmm. And I find that my spirit just gets really anxious and worried and you start asking all these whines whys but when you realize that God is in control Mm -hmm. and I am here for a purpose and take every day to do what I can as a mom and as a wife to really pour into my children then I'm doing what I'm called to do here Mm -hmm. and that's that's so important um I I feel like having that Spirit of peace is so important as well in our home. Mm-hmm. Um, you you want to have an internal perspective. So whether that's like in your attitude or your actions, um, I feel like that's very important through scripture. We'll talk about that a little later. Yeah. But um, for me, I have found that different things as far as just starting the day with music. Mm-hmm. Yes, just we do that peaceful music and have it playing throughout the day has had such a calming effect. Mm-hmm. Even I say, mommy, this music's relaxing. It is. It really is. And then for me, sometimes when it feels crazy throughout the day, mm-hmm. I'll turn on through. I have a few apps that play scripture yeah. and just, it's so refreshing and encouraging mm-hmm. and it really adds to the spirit of peace in our home yeah. and it helps me have an eternal focus because when I find that I'm allowing things in my heart and mind that are not necessarily going to challenge me spiritually, mm-hmm. that's when I become overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's social media, um, different things I'm watching or viewing or reading, it all is going to affect me somehow. Mm-hmm. So I realize sometimes I just have to cut it off. I have to cut off the distractions and have to say, this is going to bring me down. And I have to turn on, whether it's music, a a podcast, um, preaching, Mm -hmm. or I just have to sit there and read an encouraging book or scripture that really helps me put my focus on the things that are going to matter. Because when I'm scrolling Instagram, which is so addictive and so easy to do, 
I find that I usually have feelings of comparison Mm -hmm. or feelings of like, I'm, I'm not, um, meeting up to a certain standard, all these different feelings. It's not usually feelings of encouragement and, um, encouragement in my spiritual walk. Mm -hmm. So, so many times I have to just turn it off, turn out that, turn off the outside noises Mm -hmm. and focus on my heart and my walk with the Lord. Yeah. When I started thinking about what is the biblical definition of a successful mom, Mm -hmm. I really had to think about it um, because there's so many different wonderful moms in scripture that you want to kind of model your life after. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, when I thought of a mother, I thought of the verse in 2 Timothy um, chapter 1 verse 5. Um, just because it's such a significant verse that talks about a mother. Mm -hmm. And it says, When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother, Louis, and thy mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee also. Mm -hmm. I thought about that one phrase, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith. And I I look that up. And unfeigned um, means not a counterfeit, not a hypocrite. And it's sort of like I think of putting on a facade mm-hmm. and not genuine, not authentic. And when I think of a mother, I think that is so important mm-hmm. because number one, your children know you better than yes, anybody else. Yes, they'll see through a fake facade. <laughs> they know who you are yeah. in your good and in your bad. And when I think of that, that is such a huge opportunity mm-hmm. because we need to be authentic Christians. And I tried to jot down a definition. Um, it says a mother that models sincerity and genuine faith in everything she does in her home. An example of what Christianity really looks like lived out 24 seven in the home. And I just think of a successful mom is someone that is sincere and genuine in their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, their life's not perfect, but they're striving to learn, learn more about Jesus, humble themselves, and really draw closer to Him in each situation. Yeah. And your child is going to know that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important for your children to see you as a mom stopping and praying, mm-hmm. you know, crying out to God, uh, singing hymns, see you actually in your walk with the Lord, see you reading your Bible, see you actually trying to further your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, because oftentimes, you know, I don't know if it's out of embarrassment or whatever, you know, you just start praying out loud and your child's just like, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? And then, you know, when it becomes a habit, they yes. realize, you know, this is important. This mm-hmm. is important for mom. And more times than not, I've heard my kids just like in a hard, difficult moment, they're like, just stop and pray. And mm-hmm. I say, that's so powerful yeah. because Jesus is such a close friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And when you realize the power of prayer in your home in that he's not just this far away person in heaven, but he is right here. He's mm-hmm. listening to every word we say. Yeah. There's so much power in that. Um, a godly mother is not perfect, but leans on grace and forgiveness found in a relationship in a walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we get rid of the idea of perfection and we start just living out the Christian life in front of our children, that's powerful. Yeah. And that can be life changing. I know recently, even in my own motherhood, I've been thinking about how nothing 
in my life has taught me dependency on Christ quite like motherhood has. It's true. <laughs> you know, and so when we say successful mom, the world's view of a successful mom is going to be yeah. so different than what God's mm. view of a successful mom is. Being a successful mom it's is really not fun. having it all together. Um, it's actually realizing that I can do nothing in and of myself. <laughs> what a task that we've been given to raise these children to be soldiers for Christ. Like that, that's a big task. And I cannot do that. No, you're right. But with Christ, we can do all things. Right. And I'm just, as you're sharing this, that's something that God brought to my mind. I've just really been thinking about how dependent I am upon him, letting my kids mm-hmm. see that. Because, you know, even times with them, I, I want to have the best crafts and yeah. the best homeschool <laughs> lessons and, you know, be the fun mom yeah. that just has it all together. And, but, you know, more and more, and I want that. I'm not saying that, exactly. you know, we're just going to no. throw it all to the no. world. But more and more, I want them to see that I desperately need God's power. So true. And I think even back to what you said about your priorities, making sure God has, is that battery pack for your day mm. because, so often I think we just get caught up in the just daily routine of things and we just kind of try to will through it on our own power. And in those seasons of life, that's when I'm on the verge of tears and frustration. (laughs) And it's when I need to stop and say, no, I I am, I'm not putting Christ where he should be. And when I get that fixed, everything else trickles down. And I just, I love what you said there. I just think it's so important to remember that a successful mom is one that really is just dependent on Christ and lives that real faith. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Um, I, I think it's so important that our children see our love for God, but also on, a, on another note, I was thinking it's so important that our children also see how much we love their daddy yes. and how much in love we are. Um, I, I think they find so much just contentment in that mm-hmm. and just knowing that we're in love with each other. We're happy. And, um, our home or family. Mm-hmm. So making sure that they know that we love Jesus and we love each other as a couple. And then thirdly, that we just love them. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the three things I, I want my children to know about me mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I think you will be the best mother to your children when you're the Christian that God has called you to be. Yes. For so sure. when your relationship with him is where it should be, that's when you're actually going to be the best mother that you can be for your children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's are, funny. We spend so much time focusing on all as, other, all true. other aspects yeah. of how to be a good mom and a good wife to That's the neglect of the one thing <laughs> that is going to true. make us a good mom I and know. a good wife. And so, yeah, that, that one's convicting. But when yeah. we view it like that, when we realize that's where the power comes yes. from, that's where the grace, that's where the joy comes from. It really will make us put that as a priority in the mm-hmm, day for sure. because we realize without that, we're going to be the mom. And I've been there, you know, when my child's pitching a tantrum and I can't calm them either. I'm just sitting on the floor crying beside me. <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss. Um, so yeah, once I realize I've got to get my strength from Jesus, mm-hmm. um, my day's going to go so much better because yes. of that. Um, the last point, or what are some practical ways that you keep your heart from feelings of overwhelm, stress, and exasperation in motherhood? Um, for me, I feel like when I first got married and had children, you know what? I felt like I had to go, 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 do, 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 take them to the zoo, take them to different activities, constantly um, 
plan out my days so they could, you know, have the best time, mm -hmm. the fullest, funnest memories. And, you know, I just feel like I was constantly go, go, go. And then after I've added more kids to the family, <laughs> um, it's been where I had to embrace the simplicity mm -hmm. of the life we live. Um, we do have farm animals, which <laughs> the kids absolutely adore. And it's the highlight of our days, you know, especially yes. when new b little babies are being born on the yeah. farm and stuff like that. But, um, I've had to really just say, you know what, I'm going to focus on being at home mm -hmm. and making our home really a haven yeah. and a safe place, a fun place, a place where, you know, we have the happiest times. We laugh the hardest and mm -hmm. yes, sometimes we cry too, <laughs> but, um, I feel like it has been the best couple years for me mm -hmm. when I kind of said no to doing everything and going everywhere and, you know, constantly go, go, go in my own life mm -hmm. and settled down. And I made each day at home special. Yeah. Um, and you know, it might look different every day. Um, we're going to do something different every day, mm -hmm. but I feel like when I learn to embrace the simple life. Mm -hmm. It really helps me just have such a calmness in my spirit because yeah. I didn't feel like I had to do so much. Mm -hmm. I could just be home. We could focus on their routines. There's different schedules and nap mm -hmm. times, you know, making family dinners and making that a priority. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like also finding a balance in my life because I feel like you have an extreme on one end and then you have, you know, where it's actually a bad testimony because you're not doing something, but whether that's making dinner here on the extreme, you have making a gourmet dinner. Everything's made from scratch, all your sauces, your dressings, mm -hmm. your bread. I mean, everything's like perfect. And then on the other extreme you have, you know, going to Taco Bell. Yeah. So I feel like, yes, yeah, sometimes you're going to have to do Taco Bell on occasions. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes you might have a gourmet dinner. But finding a balance for me, yes, I made a really nice entree, but then I grabbed a couple cans of green beans and mm -hmm. a bag of lettuce yes. that was already <laughs> pre-made and threw it in a bowl and yeah. we had dinner. So not feeling like I have to do everything mm -hmm. from scratch and it has to all be to a certain level, but just finding a balance for me in my home. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, everything might not be perfect. Um, I might make take the simple steps sometimes, you yeah. know? But it's about finding balance. And that's also in, you know, the extreme of being like organized mm -hmm. or, you know, having a dirty house. I think finding a balance also in that, because if you open my closets, I'll be honest, uh, probably <laughs> a lot of stuff is probably going to fall on top of you right now. <laughs> Just being honest, it's pretty bad right now. But um, I, I think finding balance in just having a tidy home. Mm hmm vacuum the beds made yes you don't have to open every cabinet and drawer and it be perfectly organized yeah. and labeled um and that's great if you can that's amazing but for me mm -hmm. in this stage of life i have found that having a tidy home where it's not dirty um yet it's still not completely 100 percent organized mm -hmm. by any stretch of the word and um, if you lift my couch cushions i don't know what you're gonna find <laughs> But, um, well, I love that acceptance of balance too, because in the idea of keeping your main priorities, your priorities yeah. and accepting that there's going to be balance, it frees you from a lot of those feelings of, well, I'm just going to grumble through dinner because not exactly. everything was homemade <laughs> or I'm just going to cry because, you know, my kids are eating exactly. Taco Bell. You know, it's just, it, it gives you that freedom exactly. to, you know what? 
I spend my time with God today. My husband's been loved and taken care of, and my kids have been loved and taken care of, and it's been a good day. Whatever, whether you have a pile of laundry in the floor or it's all neatly folded, you know? (laughs) It's okay. Um, And I remember early on as a mom, you you have all these different mile markers that you feel like your child's supposed to meet at a certain time. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to walk by this age. They're supposed to be potty trained by this age. They're supposed to talk and say this many words. And they're then, you know, they get older and just gets more overwhelming. Oh my goodness. They're supposed to be reading and writing in cursive and, you know, spelling. And it just feels like it's just kind of caving in on you. If you Mm -hmm. let all those overwhelming feelings take over of worry and stress that my child has to meet every mile marker, mm-hmm. every um, academic success at a certain age, a certain level. And it is so freeing when you realize every child is different. Mm-hmm. Every child has a different personality. Every child has, you know, a different stage. They're going to start talking and walking and potty training. Um, I know Holland didn't say one word till after she was one. And I'm like, oh my goodness, she's going to be mute. Like she can't That's about how Ivy is. And I'm just like, I'm like so worried now. She's the most talkative child I've ever had. I mean, she says complete sentences at one and a half. And like, I'm like, what in the world was I thinking? Yeah. And then, you know, um, Everly, goodness, she's still in diapers. Mm -hmm. Um, She's three and a half. And people are like, oh my goodness, she's not body trained. But for me, I found, you know what? Every child mm-hmm. is going to do it at a different time. Carson yeah. was potty trained at two. Um, Brooklyn was potty trained before she turned three. Here mm-hmm. Evie is, she's three and a half. Holland will probably be four and a half <laughs> at the rate I'm going. But that's not the most important thing. Yeah. They're going to learn how to potty train. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn how to walk and talk. So when I actually let myself worry and become anxious over those things, it's actually robbing me of my joy mm-hmm. because I just need to realize that Every child is different. I do my best as a mom Mm -hmm. to teach them school, to teach them, you know, so they're academically prepared and successful in life. Um, But I'm not going to stress when they're not meeting a certain mile marker. Well, we looked at everybody else to set the standard when sometimes I've just had to realize that God gave me the children that he gave me, meaning that they need something from me they couldn't get from anybody else. And I have things to learn from them that I couldn't have learned from anybody else. And so that there has, that's helped me in that comparison. Oh, so-and-so's doing this and so, but no, like I need to, I need to do my best and follow Christ, but he picked me to be their mom and he picked them to be my kids. Exactly. I think my parents were really good, um, especially one area. And that was, um, they realized that every child is different. Every Mm -hmm. child's going to learn differently. But they really tried to focus in on each child's, um, what they excelled in. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was music. So they were constantly praising, you know, music or whether it was writing, constantly trying to find areas they could praise Mm -hmm. um, and encourage and lift up uh, when a child was really successful. Because typically a child will excel in one area. Yeah. Like Carson is just extremely artistic. Um, Mm -hmm. He loves to draw and he's very gifted. Um, He loves to read. So I I find the areas that he actually enjoys and excels in Mm -hmm. and really try to encourage him in that. 
Um, and I remember as a child that gave me so much security. I yeah. was just, I remember my smile would just, I felt it coming <laughs> on because I was like, wow, they're proud of me. Yeah. You know? And it's and, been neat to see in yeah. your family as all your siblings have kind of went into some really unique, yes. various fields. Yes, exactly. They've it's, all kind of excelled in something different. Yeah. But and it's I, neat to hear how your yeah. parents really encourage that they and then did. to see them now. And, and each child, they really tried to pick something that they excelled in mm -hmm. and bragged on them for that. And, you know, I've, I've seen how that's really helped them blossom yeah. as adults now into, you know, something just because their praise was such an encouraging thing. Yes. So I want to be that way with my, my children. Mm -hmm. And I see how each of the, they, they each have their own you know, weaknesses, they each have their own strengths. Yeah. And as a mom, I want to focus on the strengths because mm -hmm. um, you never know where that's going to lead in life. And I want to be an encouraging um, mom. Yeah. So yeah, finding balance, whether it's in your home, your mills, your school, their mile markers, mm -hmm. just saying, what is going to be the balance for me at this? And, and it might change in different stages of yeah. life. In 10 years down the road, I might put a priority on my house being extremely organized. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's <laughs> wonderful if I could. But for right now, I feel like worrying over that is just going to rob me of my joy. Yes. Um, also, I feel like saying yes to my children as many times as I can Right now, I heard another, um, I guess, preacher say that. And that really kind of made me think because oftentimes as a mom, you we know, say I, no. <laughs> yes, we say no because it's easier for us. Yes. It's more convenient for us. But I've just started trying to say yes as many times as I can. Mm -hmm. So if my car center, Brookie, has to go jump in muddy puddles. Yes, it's not convenient for me to have to bathe them all and wash all their clothes <laughs> and, you know, hose off all the mud. But that's something that they have so much joy doing. Yes. And I would much rather than be out in nature and, you know, outside than watching something, you know, on a screen. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so good for their imagination. Yeah. And yes, the workload might be a little heavier, but I feel like it's going to be so much more important for them to remember that. I yes. said, yes, they can, you know, paint the rocks outside. Yes, mm -hmm. they can go jumping muddy puddles. Yes, they can go take bowls of water outside and, you know, make a horrible mess everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just find that as many times as a mom, if yeah. you can say yes to your children, say yes. Mm -hmm. Because there's going to be times when you have to say no. And you, know, you don't want that to be the norm. Mm -hmm. You want to be the norm that you say yes, even if it's um, inconvenient for yourself. I remember first, my, my kids wanted to start dressing themselves. And I remember <laughs> I would go to church and I looked down and I think, People are going to think that my child, child just came out of work for the gym. Like, I'm thinking they don't match. Their shoes are even mismatched. Their socks have on like big old thick socks with sandals. But they were so excited about getting themselves ready. Yes. And it's not really important, I think, like what they're going to look like and how people view them. Yeah. Yes, I want them to look neat and tidy. But mm -hmm. like they found so much joy in dressing themselves. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I actually was fine with that, it actually helped me so much because they dress themselves. Yeah. I mean, that takes a lot off of Especially me. Especially on a Sunday. Yes. <laughs> so if you see my children and they're not matching, it's because they get their own clothes <laughs> and that's fine. So I just have to let go of what's going to be convenient for me mm -hmm. and say, what are they going to remember? Um, yeah. Yes, they can go play in the creek for hours. And yes, they can do help me cook, even yes. though, you know, we're going to have flour everywhere. Yes. It's inevitable. <laughs> Anytime I get out a bowl, because I typically bake at least two or three times a week mm -hmm. and Everly, I hear her little stool. She's pushing it in. Mom, I'm coming to help you. I'm coming. And I just 
try to get the flour mixed up with the <laughs> wet ingredients before she gets in there because I know like she's just gonna start whisking it as fast as she can and flour is gonna be everywhere but I look back and it makes me smile so much yeah. just because I know she loves to cook she's mm -hmm. my one child that just she she would cook all day if I let her yeah so she loves to stir things and mix things and I think that's great because mm -hmm. you know what if she becomes a baker or what if this is something that she really enjoys um, I don't want to be the person that limits her from that just because I don't want to clean up a mess yeah well and I think one day you know I, I want my kids to grow up and pursue yeah. whatever the Lord has for them but my home is going to be empty and different yeah. and I want to be able to have memories of flower, yeah. <laughs> you know, right now I might not, but I think, you know, those are the memories they're going to cherish. And honestly, yeah. I think those are the ones that I'm going to cherish. Yeah. It's just the You're messy right. fun. We have a mud hole in You're our right. backyard that just our, my kids will bathe in. I love it. And we've thrown away <laughs> so many clothes because they will not yeah. come out. But you know, it was messy in the moment yeah. and yes, it was inconvenient. But I smile at those memories. Exactly. I love pulling up those videos and pictures. Yeah, and so too. that's what, like, 20 years, I hope we all gather around and yeah, we're showing the I grandkids, know. like, laughing about it. mommy or daddy, <laughs> you know, when they were jumping in. And, yeah, so I just, having the right perspective is yeah. so important. It's true. Um, I think the atmosphere of your home is so important. Mm -hmm. For me, soft music playing, Christian music playing, Candles, whether it's a diffuser or something where it smells good and yes. clean, and make the beds, have some flowers on the counter in a vase. Mm -hmm. um, just really set the atmosphere of your home as a mom. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so peaceful. Yes, the kids might be crying. Yes, it might be loud. But just the underlying feeling and atmosphere of the home is yeah. a feeling of peace. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that might look different for you in your home, but for mm -hmm. us, that's what we found. Yeah. We try to limit the distractions. We don't have a TV. Um, occasionally, they'll watch a show, but um, I really try to make our home a place where it's like you walk in and it just feels peaceful. Yes, refreshing. Um, and yes, refreshing. And so we try to spend as much time outside as we can. The kids mm -hmm. love being outside. But I have found that our home is such a happy place. It I love that you mentioned that. So I happy. one of my friends shared. She was talking about you know, so often as moms like, oh, if I can go get a massage or get my nails done, and those <laughs> things are wonderful. <laughs> I love getting those done. But the the joy and the rest in that yeah. is so fleeting. I mean, it it's is. great for the thirty minutes or an hour, and then it's yeah. just back into real life. It's so true. she was encouraging finding thing, music, simple pleasures, yeah. candles, flowers, it whatever is. it is for you, a bath in it the is. evening. That just is something simple. Something yeah. cheap or free yes. that you can do that gives you those moments of, of rest and refreshment throughout the day like instead that. of feeling like I have to leave the house I to be able that. to get that. I love that. Um, I think we as a mom are called to set the tone of our home. Mm -hmm. um, and so I really want to use every opportunity I can to make it more peaceful. Mm -hmm. And also, I want to make it really more about Jesus in everything. Bring it all back to being a Christian, living yeah. like a Christian, acting like a Christian, responding like a Christian. So my children see how a Christian should live mm -hmm. genuinely and authentically. Not just for the world to see, not just for our social media, but actually behind closed doors. Yeah, I want them to know that my mommy loves Jesus. My mommy loves my daddy and my mommy loves me. Mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful and it's
it's um, rare in these days. Yeah, for sure. So I think we should embrace that. Yeah. Awesome, Erin. Well, this has been so encouraging. I know I'm going to listen to this one on repeat. Oh, but thank you so much for joining me for this episode and just for sharing all this that God has done in your life and in your home. Well, we're all learning together. Yes. The journey together. Yes. <laughs> we're kind of for sure. For sure. And that's one of the things I've loved about having this podcast is that I can share some of my journey, but I've had the opportunity yeah. to have other people share their journeys it's and we inspiring. all just learn from each it other. Is. It's so inspiring. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I will close this episode out in prayer and That's then we will be done. Father, I thank you so much for Erin and just for the truth that you've revealed to her heart and the things that she's implemented in her home, Lord, that can be such an encouragement to all of us as moms. I do pray you'll help us to keep you preeminent in our mm -hmm. lives, that we will have a true, real walk with you, that we'll have that unfeigned mm -hmm. faith that will just encourage our children to love you and to serve you with their lives. Help us as we just craft these homes of peace and mm -hmm. of contentment. Lord, I pray that we'll just keep the distractions of the world out and that our mm -hmm. hearts and our homes will just be rooted deep in Christ. Lord, I thank you that you have made a way for us to know you and that you just desire to know us on a personal, intimate level and that you desire to just set this tone of our homes to reflect you and your goodness. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.